I don't understand the world today. Um, I'm, whoa, I'm utterly confused. And uh, and it's not like I'm sad, right? Depressed. I'm not like I'm. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit unfreaking flattered because like it sucks. It really sucks that we kind of checked out this this soon. And you know what I mean. And like a lot of us are just kind of still doing what the other people tell us to do, and I hate it. And whoever the other people are, because I don't even think there's a left and a right that really genuinely are trying to hurt anybody. I just think that everybody thinks that it's supposed to be, um, everybody has to bear the burden of everything for the right of all, for the good of all, but there's a few that just don't have to. And those ones get to dictate shit, and I don't like that feeling. And so I'm going to choose to see it the right way, the way that it is, and the way that it is is going to be like this. We are free to do whatever the F we choose to do. Now, um, when, when our kids are 13, 14, I think they have somewhat of a say but not not fully right and i believe that um if there is a if there is going to be a day and time when education is something that is necessary again or or that someone out there's actually got passion in teaching children it would be at a science school right my daughter's going to go to a science school or my kids are going to go to a science school because that makes sense to me because when you're using the scientific method that's it so if we could just go back to basics i would have completely no problem but like uh can we recondition everybody with some 1950s movies for like six more months, please? Can we have green grass just be a thing for free? Plant all the grass green, put the homes back to little teeny blocks where people have the money to go into and from and make moms have, you know, teach. I mean, can you just set us up in the 50s real quick? Give us one time check and we'll just reset it right because we know what to do. You got to just ask for what you want, right? But we're going in the 50s in the wrong way. We got to take all the bad shit back out. Okay, don't put the bad shit back in. We can't repeat. Hello, it is called traveling in time to, to amend, right? And, and, and however physical you want to go, let go of the hate. Let go of the deceit. Let go of the discontent and just flow properly. And you can see maybe that that's just what we're going to do. And it might always be a big uproar or it might just be calm. But I think in my world, it's going to go my way because I'm going to be the one choosing it. It could be humongous for some and small for others. My name is Betty. Ba, 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 ba. Ringing around me. Ferngully, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> shout out to uh, myself and whatever. I was playing some really, really gangster rap to you. Like, but girls, like strippers, sing about like, just like their backlash to, I'd rather be your bitch. Because when, when you get mad, that's what you're going to call me anyway. It just made sense, like, the way that they said it. But when I tried to sing it, it was not me. <laughs> and I tried to, like, write it down in my own words for, like, to, like, fucking make it a thing to Josh or, like, say it. And, and it didn't work like that because it was so stupid. But he made sense of it when I told him, though. Like, like it makes you, you, sometimes I make you into this person that thinks I'm some kind of bitch. And then that would mean that you're a trick because you're definitely in a pimp when you act like that. But not like that shot his ego, but he totally saw it. And that's how I can make sense of some shit to him sometimes. It's I have to get real fucking real ghetto. <sighs> I got a sick ass garden though.
I really, really, really want to build a tiny house out back of my dad's and just live right here next to him and, and live separately in the, in the back so that he can have his free space and I can just have a little tiny home for me and my children. And this would be the beautiful spot. But my dad believing that I can do it is a lot. And I, the agony that I go through when I'm trying to defend my, my, my way of doing what I want and when he will just not do it. He would just not do it. Even though he knows it's a fantastic idea and he agrees with it 100%. And if I had a million people that just could come and put this into a tiny shed, right, and just make it for me and my kids and whoever I choose to be with at the time and no one can say anything and I have my whole little area there that's perfect for me and I would pay him back for it in all kinds of ways and that would be my land forever and it would never go away and it's just tiny. And I would feel so at home without anyone above me or below me saying how I'm doing something wrong or how I'm not fitting in and I can just have this little spot to test out all my theories <laughs> I would love it of course I'd have to make my, my my trees would have to become a little fence wrap around but that's okay and I know my dad would not hate it and he would even have to pick up his own dog shit unless I was in a really nice mood I would never even say anything about his dog shit again but yeah that's my piece for the day wherever that started off at so, um, when you're trying to figure out medications and stuff and you're in the midst of relapsing and you're trying to figure it out on your own, like you, you're going to doubt yourself, right? You're going to doubt that you can do it because you've never done it before. You're going to think that you don't know anything right because, I mean, how could you possibly know the right moves? You never make the right, you, ne- you never make the right choices anyway. And then your chest gets heavy. And I mean, your chest gets really heavy. And you start to notice around you, things aren't, things aren't um, as bad as they may seem. <sighs> you breathe. You, you remember that you're, that you're phenomenally strong. The, um, whatever you create as your reality, whatever you speak it to be, oh baby, it will be it. <sighs> So continue practicing a little bit of patience before you speak things into the universe. Because then, my dear, even those assumptions become real in the simplest of senses. You might even just dream about it. But it puts it into your own reality. And that's not fun to go through. Especially when you have the control to not, you know? Um, Yesterday, my chest was super, super heavy. I mean, like, I thought for sure my chest was like... But it wasn't like anxiety chest pain. It was like, oh my God, the workout that I've been giving myself from the anxiety. Because I just got on the medication that is working, right? And so my chest stopped working out so frequently, which gave it time to rest. And that scared me because I was in pain in my chest. And you know like that achy pain that you get when you've been working out your arms or whatever area you work out the next couple days... Well, they, they still hurt. Well, that's what happened to me. And I was panicking yesterday, this morning even when I, when I woke up, I was like, why am I in this much pain still? And I forgot to take my meds yesterday because I was just so, I was sleeping. I was tired. And to me, that would be like the episode of like coming down off meth, coming down off any drugs that I'm coming down off of, right? But it was actually just coming down off of myself. Right? And that's how I continue to do it. But I do it differently 
than I have before because I'll just continue to go down that path where I'm so anxious, so overwhelmed, so overworked that I just give up. And I sleep for two, three, four days sometimes. And not really sleep. I mean, I just get up and I just be really rude to everybody. And I cook food if I have to cook food. And I'm not happy that I'm doing it. And, you know, like, I'm just back up. And, and then, again, a couple of days later, I'll be back to kind of being kinder. It's just a sick cycle. But I stopped it today. I recognized it. And uh, my chest wasn't in pain enough to forget that I'm supposed to be living my life. <laughs> and I got up and showered and showered my kids. And even though I usually do it around the same way every day... Today was different because it was a different way that I looked at it. And I see it for what it is. And so, I don't know. Share on, share that. Um, I'm still breathing less rapidly, but not less rapidly enough. So, I mean, like, I would, what I would usually be doing right now is scrambling inside the house trying to fix all the things that are not perfect so that I could chill. <laughs> but today I was like, okay, well, that's the same thing you always do. What are you, what are you working forward? Like, Lacey, why do you want to clean the house to chill so bad? What are you going to do when you chill? Just go do it really quick. Get it out of the way. And that would be to talk about my last couple days, right? <laughs> so uh, this is different. That I'm actually doing it. Actually, 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 in the moment, moment, moment. Of a, like, of a not panic attack, I guess. I'm not panicking. I'm not panicked out. I'm uh, gaining control. And that's also different. And so that also causes a little bit of anxiety. And it can put you right back into your cycle if you don't recognize the steps in the way that it's just so... Um, so simple of a step to the right as opposed to the continuous step to the left that you've always been making, right? But you have to know that you're making the left and right steps to, to go off that path quickly. You can prepare for it for days at a time, in months. You can go to treatment. You can do all that shit. It's about putting the steps in action and, and every day and, and using, the, using the cycle as like a... I don't know the ABCs, man. You know, you just know them. And after somebody says something backwards, someone tells you to put a book in alphabetical order, you can just kind of do it. That's like the relapse prevention plan. And it doesn't just mean for drugs. It means relapsing on anything, anything that has ever been toxic to you as a person. You know, and we can stop stigma. It's like, there's so much more to being an addict than the top layer will let you see. And stepping off of your own, own fucking high horse is the only way that you're going to step down to the levels below. Even if you think you've seen them up there, you haven't seen them down there, up there, or anywhere until you actually have. And that just means, that just means doing it. I'm not weak. I'm not, um, I'm definitely very individualistic. I don't need someone to guide the path for me. And I'm very well at knowing my path, but I do engage with other human beings well too. And in order to do that, I have to let all paths coincide. And remember, 10 minutes of doing the right thing for yourself when it's needed is the best way to do it. Because 
then you stop trying to get everything perfectly aware of itself for the you to calm down because even then you won't be calm. You have to be calm first. And it only takes about 10 minutes. 10 minutes of your day and everyone else will be safer. Everyone else will be able to create. Everyone else will be able to do themselves as well once you have your 10 minutes of your day. And don't make it be a reward. Make it be a priority. Because if you don't, you will be uh, repeating the same level over and over again.